Oh, what does this button do? <laughs> Welcome to the second episode of Stuck Inside and Hungry all the time. Love it. I feel like we can just mash whatever we've done together, maybe. But if yeah. not, I'm going to go for the 15th take and say, Welcome to the second episode of Stuck Inside and Hungry all the time. My name is Mackenzie. And I'm Valeria. Today we're going to be talking about serial killers. This is yes. Valeria's favorite topic. She's favorite. obsessed. Favorite She's topic. possessed, obsessed, stressed, not depressed. Not and anymore. Today, oh, not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. And we have a, one a member of the squad. And I'm going to let her introduce herself right now. Hello. My name is Morgana. I'm 24. I'm the fellow Pisces of the squad and i am currently stuck at home and currently hungry so i guess i'm ready for this podcast yes that's that's, that's our... the three that's pretty much the requirements of the, yeah yeah of this podcast um mm-hmm. i i am not hungry i had panda express and i got a big plate and then i drank tea because my stomach was feeling weird so i was like oh no kind of worth it also kind of not but here we are here we are. Here we are. And we're going to talk about my one of my favorite things because I love serial killers. Even though my mom says, Valeria, you can't love serial killers. That's not right. Fair. Pretty fair because the sentence makes me sound like I'm one of those bitches that writes letters to like Charles yeah. Manson expressing mm-hmm. my love. But I do mm-hmm. not. I just love the idea. Yeah, you're just intrigued. Are- Exactly. Yes. You're enamored because you're like, who are these people? Why do they do what they do? Like, how do you come to that point in your life? Like, how do you you just, how do you just like, how do you, how do you just decide? Like, you know what? Today is the day. I start. Yeah. (laughs) Today is the day. Today's the day I'm committing. My legacy starts today. (laughs) Yeah, this is it. Which pretty much happened with a lot of like, serial killers like okay so i've been watching a lot of crime shows i could list all the crime shows that i've been watching but i'm pretty sure it's like half of netflix and most of youtube <sighs> but i was started watching because Mackenzie got me onto her and i'm really mad that i never thought of this idea started watching bailey sarian on youtube and she does murder mysteries and makeup where she talks she talks about true crime um stuff mystery stuff and does her makeup at the same time that's pretty much my life. I don't know why I never thought of it, but good for her because she's doing it. Oh, she beat um, you to the punch. There was there was one uh, there was one killer she was talking about. Um, he was called the Toy Box Killer, I believe. It was. Yes, oh, that was yeah. a good episode. Yeah, but he literally was like, you know what? Today is the day. He was a he was a he prepared nothing wrong with having fetishes. Oh yes. No, nothing. we do not. We, we do not we, judge. No kink shaming here. No, no kink shaming here. No. BDS, if you're BDSM, great as long as you know everybody it's consensual. is consensual and everybody's we're all about for consent. it. Yeah. Yes. If we're all about consent in this house. Mm-hmm. Um, if you like feet, you're weird because Peter girls. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's, here's that's the thing. <laughs> I know. Everything's acceptable. We're okay with like fucking pool floaties. We're okay <laughs> yeah. with, you know, 
food. We're okay food. with yeah. everything. Except I, I blanked feet. on every other kink, but feet, yeah. feet but, where we draw the feet, line. Yeah, feet is where you lost me. But anyway, he had like a severe, like a crazy, not even like, it was, it was like past BDSM because it was more just like torturing for his oh. own pleasure. Oh, so cool. yeah, like he was into- Un- Unconsensual at all. Yeah, totally no consent, no consciousness because people were like unconscious oh, while it was oh. happening. Oh, that's, yeah. That, um, yeah. But like as a kid, he was given like porn young. Now I'm pretty sure oh. we've all seen- We've all seen porn young. I mean, but, yes. Like when yeah. you would sneak I mean, downstairs in the middle yeah. of the night. Like, and here's watch the thing. HBO. I definitely. Girl, you got to let people finish. Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. Anyway, when you would sneak downstairs in the middle of the night and turn on HBO and watch Skinamax and check every five seconds to see if your parents could hear you. Girl. That was me. Feel like I'm the odd one out. I, um, I mean, maybe you know. At least not. I mean, in this, in this trio, in this trio. Oh, true, true, true. In the trio. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh no, I, I don't describe. I watch all kinds of porn. I mean, I, I love it all, <laughs> except for feet. Except for oh, except you draw the for, line at feet too. Yes. Yeah, we draw the line at feet. But I um started, not even started watching porn because I I guess I started watching porn as a teen but my first i know my parents are gonna hear this ah, no, scandalous. no i just remembered that one time we watched that porn movie in your dorm what? porn movie in my dorm remember we watched the what was his name been a the good actor porn. we watched his porn film oh why do i remember this conversation i definitely wasn't we- there for that um, Wait, which which actor? Because I've seen I a lot of celebrity sex tapes. Colin Farrell. We watched Colin Farrell. Oh, okay. yes. We I remember that conversation. It. Yes, right. I don't we know did. why. This just yeah. triggered that memory. Anyway, continue about this anyway, sexual fetish. That was, that was a good time. But anyway, so, but I, um, I guess like my first time seeing pornographic things was when I was a kid, of course, as, at my uncle's house. Oh, my God. uncle's apartment, because because I saw all the scary movies I shouldn't have seen, all the adult like uh, like South Park mm-hmm. and stuff I shouldn't have seen. Saw it at my uncle's house, which yep. actually was a good time. <laughs> but in the bathroom, um, he would have these Playboys, kind of like Ooh. reading reading while you're whatever. Sure, that while qualifies. Yeah. He yeah. had like these. He had like these Playboys. So like, while I was peeing or like pooping or whatever, I would like take it. I'd be like, "Oh my god, what is this?" And I would like read it, and I'm and I would like just go through the pictures, and I'd be like, not even like I was just so interested. Like, wow, you can actually take pictures naked, and like people, <laughs> people buy your pictures. Like, <laughs> whoa! But clearly, I did not come up. I did not have a crazy grow up with a crazy sexual killer fetish like this guy. But I think I'm pretty sure from what I remember, he was also abused as a kid. Very shy. He was abused at home and bullied at school. Yikes. Not so a good he, combo. Yeah, no. So anger everywhere. So then as he got older, he was married four times. As he got older. I mean, no shame in that game. Some people right. take, some, take some a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. No, we no, don't yeah, shame. Of course. We don't sh- we're not shaming that. No, but at least with him, it's like, you know, 
different different factors that could have added to what transpired in the end. But anyway, fast forward, he bought this trailer with his girlfriend at the time, bought this separate trailer. And there it had like all these tools, like torture tools, medical tools. He would create his own sex toys, but not for the fun, for the pain. Oh. Yeah, it was not like there was um, Bailey Sarian was talking about how he had made this dildo. He had handmade this dildo out of like PVC pipe. And at the base of it, there was nails. Ugh. There was nails curved up. So if it were to go in, it just. <sighs> Sorry. It crushes, it crushes the taco. Crushes the taco. <laughs> okay. Crushes the taco. Okay. I guess we should probably preface this with a graphic warning, maybe. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, stuff definitely. Probably, yes. Yeah. Triggers. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Definitely. Will go back and put that in. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do that. Trigger yeah, I warning. Go back. This is highly graphic, and if it makes you uncomfortable, don't listen. This is not the one for you. No, Next this episode, is maybe. this isn't it for you. But this is not this is not the common topic. There no. will be more safe for work topics at a later date. Yes, yeah. this is we're jumping yeah. right in. Just we're just jumping right in episode quick. two. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was I was just super excited. I meant to. <laughs> I even wrote in my notes like episode two serial killers. Say disclaimer, but I completely forgot about yeah. the disclaimer. You're like we're I just will... diving in. I will put a disclaimer in like description of the episode and stuff like that so people know. Anyway, so that's what he did. We're done with that one. Oh wait, wait, but speaking of, I was already turned off the second you already mentioned PC whatever pipe, PCP, PCP pipe? PCP is, it, whatever, is a pipe. drug. Yeah, PCP what is, is a drug. What, what but PVC PVC is a pipe. PVC. Yes, PVC, not PCP. Oh, okay. There's a lot of acronyms here. Anyway, thinking of a sex toy made out of a construction pipe was already kind of like, ooh. Then you had to add nails to it. And yeah. Then, mm, I didn't no. add the nails. He I mean, added I mean, the nails. I mean, you know what I mean. It's, it's a no for me. <laughs> it, no, it's, a, it's a hard no. It's yes. a yes. hard no. Hard no. Hard no. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, anyway, so watch that pretty crazy but anyway so watching bailey sarian i've been going down a bailey bailey sarian rabbit hole you're and welcome I know, and i yeah <laughs> thank you thank you so much and i noticed that yeah ladies so ladies. when i was ladies when i was doing when i was doing research for this i was like okay well what constitutes a serial killer what you know, like, what are the signs? Because I know, like, my, have you seen Mindhunter on Netflix? Yes, I have. But was there was a section of the FBI that was just now starting to create a profile for serial killers. And they were starting to study them because back in those days, they were like, nah, you were born bad. But they never took into consideration maybe education, home life, um, Nature uh, drug, yeah, drug abuse and stuff like that. So it was this team of FBI agents that decided to start, what's it called? There are just some who always say, like, there's this urge. I have this urge in me that mm-hmm. I need to do it. But they mm-hmm. just do it for the sake of doing it. So then I was looking. I was like, okay, what could be, like, the signs of a killer, which could, the signs of serial killer based off of what the FBI has said, that could possibly 
lead to them doing this, but it doesn't give a clear motive. So I was looking it up and it says the signs of a killer are antisocial behavior, arson, torturing animals, classic, mm-hmm. poor family life, childhood abuse, substance abuse, voyeurism, which if you don't know what voyeurism is, it's pretty much like peeping toms. Like that. Like people I feel who like, like that's to... a regression. I feel like some people might not know what a peeping tom is, especially in this okay. generation of so, people. Peeping toms are people peeping who just toms. like... <laughs> peeping toms are people who like to peep through your window and watch what you're doing. Most of the time if you're naked. So... Not voyeurism, often named Tom. Yeah, not often named but Tom. But could be named Tom. Correct. Correct. Or Sally. Anybody. So, so um, voyeurism is more of like kind of like a peeping Tom situation, but they like to um, watch you. Like Ted Bundy was, would be kind of like that. Like he would um, like to watch his victims, like what they're doing for a bit and stuff like, like looking into your life pretty much. That's kind Often of like voyeurism. stalking. Also correct. So voyeurism. <laughs> go hand in hand. And then intelligence. Now, intelligence kind of split into two they could either be really smart or really dumb so like the more organized killers were found to be extremely intelligent like high iqs and stuff like that the disorganized killers were found to be really dumb and then the last one would be shiplessness 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 rolls off the tongue yeah. So those are the signs. Of also, love how you're going to explain voyeurism, but not shiftlessness. Yeah, right. Yeah. I'm over here like, what is yeah, shiftlessness? Like, Here's the thing. I had, I don't know what happened, but I did have the definition on there. I don't know if it didn't save, but we're, guess what? We're going to do it live and indirect. Shift. a live moment. Enjoy us singing the word shiftlessness while we look up the definition for you. All right. So shiftlessness is lacking ambition or purpose, characterized mm. by lack of ambition or energy. Mm. So lack basically the entire millennial generation? I guess. But we have <laughs> I mean, serial killers. I, yeah. I mean, that's only one aspect, though. Right. That's true. I mean, doesn't mean the whole millennial generation's gonna grow up to be serial killers. I, oh, I sure hope. I hope not. We don't need that on top of everything no, else we going don't. on. That's true. But yeah, so those are the signs of the ser- of, of a serial killer, which I feel like the most common one that we all know is the torturing of animals. Like we know damn well it's like Lil Timmy or Lil Sally because we're equal opportunity here. Mm-hmm. Lil Timmy and Lil Sally are out there fucking up cats. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, girl, but so when I look, when I was looking up information about her, she was born in Transylvania in 1560 to a distinguished family. We're talking about kings, noblemen, people of the court, and all that stuff. But even though she was born into a family of such high regard, she did have fat relatives who were more on the dark side. So she had an uncle who instructed her in the ways of Satanism. Oh, it's always the uncle. You know, as an uncle does. And then she had an aunt who taught her, she had an aunt who taught her about everything about sadomasochism. I mean, interesting. Different strokes for different folks. Exactly. Yep, for sure. So then 
taught, aunt taught her that she was married at 15 and her husband, in order to keep her, which ready, cause she was 15. So really listen to this sentence, how crazy it is. In order to keep her pleased, her husband reportedly built her a torture chamber to her specifications. I mean, there's different, different kinds of love. Again, <laughs> I feel like I'm going to be saying this a lot, but different strokes for different strokes folks. For different folks. Hey, hey, at least her husband built her a torture chamber. My fiance didn't even get me mashed potatoes today. And that's the <laughs> one thing I wanted. That's super rude. Right. But again, like. Super rude. That's like literally our worst problem is he won't buy me groceries sometimes. God, if this was the 1560, he would be, he better be getting you that torture chamber you want to your specifications. Yeah. I mean, damn, at least Countess Bathory could have her husband build her a torture chamber. I can't even I mean, get I, mine yeah. to buy me potatoes. I mean, can't say he isn't committed. No, he, 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 he in love. He in something. He had something. We don't know. Could be love. Sure <laughs> but anyway, getting into her kinks. So her form of her forms of torture included jamming needles under fingernails of her mm. servants, tying them down, smearing them with honey so bees or ants can attack them. And then after her husband died, she got worse. So if you thought that was bad, no, it ain't. And so after that, she began to abduct peasant girls to torture and kill. I mean, she would she would bite chunks of their flesh off of them. What? She made she made one of the girls she made one of the girls, um, you know, cook and eat herself, cook and eat we her love, own flesh. We love to sprinkle in some cannibalism. Yeah, you know, she and then here it goes where she believed that human blood would keep her young. And I remember I remember watching a movie where they kind of based this specific character off of her, where it was this she was a countess in the movie and she would get virgins because of course. Hmm. So in sixteen eleven, she and her helpers were all convicted, but she was not executed. She was just put in her helpers were executed obviously because they were the help um but she was kept in a dungeon and from what i remember reading she was kept in a dungeon with no windows just two little slits one for air to come in and the other for her food to be given to her so she survived that way for three years until she was found dead in august of 1614. Mm. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> scary, music. <laughs> scary music so that's, that's wild. so like, it's crazy yeah here's the thing i don't get it i mean I know. it's just wild to me like how are you gonna i mean i'm cool with veganism i'm cool with vegetarianism but i'm not cool with cannibalism like that's not it like cannibalism is not it that is not the one so we're kink shaming cannibalism too. So on the list, feet and cannibalism. And cannibalism. That's where we're and drawing the line. Eat, and if you eat feet, double. <laughs> that's, even, that's double canceled. Double, double canceled. <laughs> membership, membership Revo- denied, revoked, revoked. That's just. I mean, I, um, I don't. I, I don't know. I have nothing I mean, to. I know. 
Well, I mean, since you are since you are speechless, let's start with our next lady. Let's go, lady number two, contestant number two. We're talking about Belle Gunness. Oh, now, I Miss... love her. I don't love yep. her, but I'm saying like, the <laughs> but you love Belle. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, so this lady here, we're moving from the 1600s, and now we're going into the 1800s. I tried to do this in chronological order, so that's me. I love organization. Thank you so much. So, Miss Belle Gunness was reported to have killed more than 40 people between the year 1884 and 1908 before mysteriously disappearing. Ooh. Backstory, she was born in Norway to a farming family. In 1881, she decided to move to the U.S., as one does for a better life. She started... So her murder, her crimes, was murder and insurance fraud. So the first crime she committed was she married a man named Mads Sorensen. What a name. I love that. I believe he was Swedish. It sounds like it, because there's that other yeah. actor, Mads Mikkelstein, whom I love. Yeah. So Mads Sorensen in 1884, and their candy shop that they had slash home mysteriously burned down but the arson mm -hmm, check the arson mysteriously burned down and uh the insurance company was like well let's investigate this and stuff like that they couldn't find any evidence of it being done on purpose so they were able to collect the insurance money for the house and the candy shop yes ching ching Yes, mm -hmm. ma'am. And then all of not shortly after her husband all of a sudden dies of oh. heart failure on the day that both of his life insurances that he had were active at the same time because Ooh. one was going to expire soon and the other one was going to continue. So her husband happened to die on the one day where both insurance policies overlapped. Ooh. Very convenient. Very mm -hmm. convenient indeed. It's found below. And so after that, she moved on, moved out, uh, moved, I believe she moved um, to Indiana. She moved somewhere where there was a lot of land and a farm where she could live and continue her crimes. And her other unexpected crimes or unexplained deaths that followed her included. The death of her infant daughter with her new husband, Peter Gunnis. Then Mr. Peter died shortly after. Mm. Then her adopted, her adopted daughter, Jenny, was missing. Now, Jenny, um, a lot of people in the neighborhood really liked Jenny. She was, like, really nice, like, cute kid or whatever. And the neighbors noticed that Jenny wasn't coming around you know she had been she hadn't been seen for like eight days and they go ask uh miss bell they go ask her like hey where's my girl jenny at and bell's like oh well she went to go to school in uh california that's mm. the story well they found jenny's body on the property of her farm next Very victims which are a lot mm -hmm. so oh. So Miss Bell decided, which I feel like we should bring this back because I feel like the idea is super cute. Miss Bell, she rode out into the lover's section of the newspaper looking for a well-to-do man to help her. 
Ooh. with her farm and stuff like that, like the lover's column. She was looking for a man with money to help her out. Okay, the lover's column now is called Bumble, Tinder, Tinder. Grinder. Yeah. I know. There's it's, many it's other. So... Yeah. I feel like the lover's column, I feel like you could, I feel like we should bring that back because it's it's like letters, like write me back. <laughs> if you want some, homie, write me. <sighs> And, you know, I don't know. I feel like it's more romantic. But anyway, so the poor men, the men, the poor men who answered the newspaper adver- advertisement, advertisement, advertisement. Were, mm-hmm, were John Moo, Henry Gerholt, Olaf Svenherend, love these names, Ole Budberg, Olaf Lindblom, another Olaf. Andrew... Andrew Heigelin. Yeah, Andrew Heigelin. So these men like all answered her ad, but they all like went missing. Hmm. They all went missing. And I believe it was one of them. I believe it was Andrew Heigelin where he, he, he didn't tell his brother where he was going because he was an older man. He was like older, older. Um, he didn't tell his brother where he was going. So after a while, his brother was like, I haven't heard. My brother has not written me a letter in forever. Why, why aren't I getting letters? So he didn't tell his brother, but he did, t- he did tell his neighbor what he was going to do. He said he was going to go meet this woman at whatever state she lives in and stuff like that. So his brother in 1908 started to become, that's when he started to become super suspicious and started looking for him. So then now Belle is like feeling the heat. She's like, this man is trying to find this guy that I killed. I got to do something. All of a sudden, her house mysteriously burned down. More arson. And f- Classic. Yep. And four skeletons were discovered. Three of them were her kids. And the fourth body was reported to be Belle. But that body did not have a skull. So oh. she was wearing the clothes the body was wearing the clothes and the jewelry of Belle, but they were, they didn't have a head. They didn't have a head for the body. So they were just assuming that it was her, but a lot of people weren't sure. were like suspicious. We're like, you know, it's probably not her, but they had nothing else to go by. So they're like, all right, that's her. So a lot of people say that she well, not say, but they believe that she burned the house down, took the money, and ran. Sounds about right. Sounds about right. It must have been so much easier to get away with shit back then. Oh, that's what I was telling a friend. That's what I was telling a friend of mine. I was like, you know what? I mean, these people did get caught in that time, but imagine the people who didn't get caught. Like there was no, there was no advanced medicine. Like if you got sick, that's it. You died. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no fingerprinting system. The police didn't have much to go on. Mm-hmm. You know, there was no cell phones or CCTV you know, footage. Yeah. Or things that can link back to you like bank accounts or, well, there was bank accounts, but not like how we have them now, all electronic and yeah. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So you could literally just pick up and disappear without a yeah. trace. Like, I wonder if serial killers today and murderers and anybody else who's trying to get away with something illegal, like think to themselves and go, ugh. What a time to be alive. I wish I lived in the 1800s and I'd never get caught. 
Yeah, for real. Like, I truly wonder if they're like, man, I was born in the wrong time. I can commit an insurance fraud in 1800 and nobody would find out. For, like, nobody would know. Even, like, if we really think about it, like, nobody knows who Jack the Ripper really is. Exactly. Yeah. Correct. That's, He's like, a legend. the biggest... That's the biggest mystery. Like, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. This is going to sound crazy, but we all know I'm a bit crazy. If I could go back in time... <laughs> Correct. I will track down Jack... I will track down Jack the Ripper and be like, listen. But I'm a big fan, and I'm just letting you know right now, in the future, nobody's going to know who you are. Keep so it up. keep up the good work. Keep it up. Keep up the good work, my friend. You're and then I come work, back... Jack. Yeah. And then I come back to the future... But I have that knowledge to myself. That my you little... share with me. Right. With my little curious heart. That's like if like the aliens came and they're like, don't tell no one. I'm like, okay. But at least I know from my little heart so I can die happy. Same thing with Jack the Ripper. See, I would go back and find out how King Tut died because that is a mystery that truly still baffles me today. You're a bad guy. Did he die of um, a sickness? I don't know. There's so much mystery surrounding it. I didn't know there was any mystery surrounding it. Oh, I thought there was. I think, no, I, I, okay, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure King Tut died of a gangrene infection. I just looked it up. For some reason, I I was really confused about why he died. No, do you know whose death, do you know whose death is a mystery though? My boy Mozart. Yes. That's true. I love that because, guy. Because people are like, he died of syphilis. He died of a sickness. He was poisoned. Poisoned. But nobody but nobody really poisoned. Nobody I really knows. Did it. <laughs> nobody really knows exactly how Mozart died. It's fine. We'll just edit out the part with me not knowing about anything about King Tut no, being almost keep... 30 years old. It's fun. No, no it's okay. Fine. We're going to keep it because there are other people who are like, who's King Tut? The American education system is not that great. It's fine. Yeah, that's one hundred percent true. Yeah, exactly. But guess what? But guess what? They are going to learn female serial killers. So let's go to our contestant number three. Three. Pick number contestant number three. Yep. Number three. All right. So contestant number three goes by the name Jolly Jane. Ooh. Oh, I'm loving all these names. We went from Regal. I know. To Jolly Jane. I'm ready. Yep. I'm ready for Jolly, Jolly Jane. Jane. Now, Jolly Jane was born, her real name was Honora Kelly. She was born to a poor Irish family in 1857 in Boston. Her mom died Sorry. of tuberculosis. <laughs> she died of tuberculosis at uh, while well, she was one years old, as one does in those days, tuberculosis. Mm-hmm. Classic. Um, her dad was a tailor, but he all of a sudden lost his mind and sewed his eyes shut oh that's so concerning. his daughters were then since he was losing his mind he had to go to an insane asylum he had to go to the loony bin so he took his daughters it was um jane and her sister she, i believe jane was eight and her sister was six um uh, he took them to the Boston Female Asylum, which was a, uh, I know it sounds crazy, but it was just an orphanage. It was an orphanage in 1863. Jane was taken in. She wasn't really adopted, but she was taken in by the Toppin family as an indentured servant. So they pretty much got her from the orphanage to be a servant. 
they didn't really adopt her, but they gave her a new name and they gave her their last name. So they changed her name to Jane. So she's Jane Toppin as she got mm. older. They uh, passed her off as an Italian girl because, you know, back in those days, the Irish were heavily discriminated against. And then she became a nurse. She started to train at 33 to be a nurse at Cambridge Hospital in 1887. She earned her nickname Jolly Jane for being super friendly, outgoing, you know, very personable person. But her classmates and people really hated her because she was known to gossip and like spread lies and just, you know, she's a liar, a scammer, a, a messy bitch looking for trouble. Yeah, she's Mosa. Um, so people didn't really like her for that. So while she was doing her whole nursing thing and stuff like that, she started to experiment on elderly patients with morphine and atropine. Mm. Those are two (laughs) knockout drugs for sure. She was super, she was super, um, like, I know I'm a curious person, but you don't see me shooting somebody up with morphine. Correct. Um, she was super curious about how it affected the people's bodies she was very interested in autopsies, super interested to the point that like doctors and like the people around her were like, that's kind of weird. Like she's crazily interested in autopsies. Well then why didn't she just become an autopsy person? I feel like it's better if she did not, because I feel like she would be opening people up just for shits and gigs. Also, it's probably easier in those times for her to become a nurse as a lady oh, in the 1800s. True. Yeah, that yeah, that's true. Gender norms, patriarchy, boo! Yep. <laughs> so she started experimenting on her elderly patients. There was one patient that she had that had an operation in 1887. And uh, after her surgery, Jane had given her a medicine that knocked her out completely. And then Jane got in bed with her and kissed her all over her face. So Jane hmm. Jane said hmm. said that she got a uh, she got sexual pleasure from seeing her patients just knocked out and just you know she got pleasure from just being there you know laying next to them and caressing them while they're unconscious and stuff Yikes. like that. She Not got a, a thing sign. for it. Yeah. So her patient that she had thought it was a dream, but it wasn't until 14 years later when Jane got arrested where she was like, oh, no, I guess it was not a dream. It was not. So then she eventually got she eventually got a job at Massachusetts General Hospital and she just began to recklessly give out opiates. As one does. In the 1800s. Yep. Yes. But doctors still recommended her as a private nurse to her, their wealthy clients. Because even though like she did these things like in secret, nobody really knew, people really still liked her because of her personality. They thought she was nice and and all that jazz. So her, when her killing spree started, she became friends with her elderly landlord and his wife and then killed them one by one. Okay. In 1889, in 1889, a woman named um, Mary, I forgot her last name, Mary became ill on her visit to Cambridge, to Cambridge, and Jane was sent as her nurse to take care of her, but then Jane later poisoned her. And then a month later, she killed a close friend to take her friend's job. Ooh. Okay. 
okay, I mean, there's so ways to take jobs. Like, I'm going to kill because I like it, and I'm also going to kill to get ahead. Correct. She's like, I'm Holy good at crap. it. Why not? Let's kill some people. Mm-hmm. And so then in the summer of 1889, she poisoned her foster sister, Elizabeth. Now, her and her sister, Elizabeth, had a kind of a love-hate relationship. They were around the same age when Jane got adopted by her family. And they grew to be, they, you know, they were closest kids. But Elizabeth reminded her her place. Mm. Like, yeah, we're friends. But remember, you're the servant. What and I'm bitch. the lady of the house. So she definitely had a love-hate relationship with her sister that, of course, as you get older, you know, bruise and gets worse and worse. I and stuff know. like that. So in the summer, she poisoned her sister, tried to marry her sister's husband. Ooh. Bold um, move. Then three Just... day- yep, bold move. Three days later, she killed the housekeeper so she can impress the sister's husband with her cleaning skills. Oh, as one does in the 1800s. I mean, because that's all men like women for, where they're cleaning, cooking, and baby-making yeah. skills. Correct. Yeah. It's like, hey, boy, watch me Watch me polish the silverware. It's like not exactly. only did I murder, not only did I murder two people for you, but I also can make this kitchen look real good. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. You like the way that silver shines, Daddy? Ew. Ooh, wait, that was... <laughs> oh no, no, no. That was not <laughs> it. That you can just strike from the record. Woo! That was it sounded a lot funnier in my head. No, it was I mean, funny. It, it, it was, was funny. funny. <laughs> it was funny. The reaction was not in, in unfunniness. <laughs> the reaction added to it. Yeah, it Keep was it, it was funny. It was it's like when you eat like <laughs> it's like when you eat like those those candies that kind of start out sweet and then all of a sudden get sour and you're like oh like that. Yeah, you're talking about sour patch kids. It was it was well no sour heads, patch right? kids sour no, patch kids start out they're sour. Sweet. They're sour, sweet, gone. That's the whole tagline. Oh, I don't know the tagline of sour Girl. patch kids. I've, I've seen Listen, way too many sour patch kids ads. If to you're gonna be a part of stuck in, if you're gonna be a part of stuck inside and hungry all the time, you better know your tagline. The cat, your food taglines. Okay, well in that all case, you need to kick me out because I don't know any taglines. <laughs> okay. All right, you guys, tune in next week where Mackenzie's not here. Yes, I'm being, <laughs> doesn't know the tagline. I'm being written off the season. I'm sorry. <laughs> this will be my last episode. Goodbye. Spoiler alert: Mackenzie dies at the end of this podcast. Yes. Oh. Mysterious circumstances that cannot be explained. Philip finally got <laughs> Philip. <laughs> Philip finally got her the mashed potatoes, and that was the last thing she ate. No. Ooh, He's out spooky. working out right now, you son of a... Mm. I love well, you, sweetheart. We have until <laughs> the end of the episode. Correct. Anyway, anyway <laughs> let's get back to Miss Jane. Okay, yes. so she wanted to impress her sister's husband with her cleaning skills. Um, and then... So she tried... That didn't work, clearly. So she tried to win his love by poisoning him to the point where he gets sick so she can nurse him back to health and he can be mm. like oh jane why didn't i you look so beautiful in in the moonlight with my poisonous haze that i have in my head where have you been my whole life of Again. course that did not work Bold move. This, <laughs> this man's a tough cookie yeah, yeah. of course that he, did not he is work not easily swayed Mm-mm. it didn't work so she threatened she threatened to claim that he had got her pregnant and he was like 
uh-uh, girl, get, you best be stepping out my house. So he kicked her out the house. Good for him. And that was the end of that. So he survived that one. So then after all of that, she was suspected of a bunch of other killings, um, which she definitely did do, and was arrested on October 29th, 1901. She confessed to at least 31 killings, but people think that there are definitely more. And this is what she said about her killings. She said, and I quote, if I had been a married woman, I probably would not have killed all those people, end quote. Quote again. (laughs) Quote again. I would have had my husband, my children, and my home to take up my time, end quote. Um, Classic 1800s excuse. <laughs> she was like, well, Donna. maybe, maybe if somebody would have married me, you think I could give me some kids? <laughs> maybe if somebody would have gotten me the mashed potatoes like I asked earlier today. Okay, fine, all these I'll people the would be alive. potato thing go. I'll let it go. We're not letting it go. Though. <laughs> We're not letting it go. <sighs> but yeah, I was like, you know. That's funny. So, like, listen, this is all your, this is all you guys' fault. If I would have been married, had my kids, you would have never heard from me. But since I did not, here we are. Like, that's I mean, crazy. I get. I don't know, man. They I were mean, wild back then. They really were wild back then. Lack of love will do some crazy things if you already got some other serious issues going on. Oh, for sure. I mean, it was definitely, it was definitely. It was a it was definitely a power thing for her because you know she grew up as a servant and she mm-hmm. was below these people. But then all of a sudden she's in a place of in a position of of power. You know, even though she wasn't a doctor, but she was a nurse where she had to take care of people. So all of a sudden she's in a position of power where she's like, "This is my time. I'm going to show you guys how much you need me." Mm-hmm. And then let me show you guys how much I really don't give a shit about how much you need me. That was that. Well, it was like a, it was it was definitely going into you know ch- the child upbringing. Yeah, where she was like, definitely yeah. the highlight of the story is she was fucked up as a child, and then she fucked everybody else up as an adult. Mm-hmm. As one does, you know. As one does sometimes. As one does when you don't have a husband or children. Yeah, you know, classic. Mm-hmm. Take a shot every time one of us says classic drunk. Entire <laughs> podcast. Take a shot. It was. Oh my god. Like, yeah. There's a lot of things that we say, and when I'm, you know, going through the episodes and I hear it, I was like, damn. I should just. We should make this a drinking day. Yep. A drinking game. Like one just day. Take a shot. One day. There'll be enough episodes mm-hmm. to do so. Yep. 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 Oh, and so then here, my last one. I didn't have a backstory for her, but I would like to have an honorable mention because she was right. still pretty. Her case was still pretty famous. Um, so we're honorably mentioning Eileen Warnos, our very own Florida killer. Oh, Florida woman. Even though she yeah. was not, she was not born in Florida, but most of her killings did happen in Florida. Honorary she was Florida woman. Honorary Florida woman. She, um, what's it called? She killed, I believe, seven men. Out of she was a uh, she was a sex worker she was a prostitute and so she killed these seven men she says out of self defense but it was getting to the point where it was like there is no way all of these men 
you know, even though it is possible, of course, especially in mm-hmm. sex work, unfortunately, people do get abused or taken advantage of. Correct. Um, and so when that happens, a lot of people don't pay attention to sex workers. It was like, well, that's the life that you chose. You shouldn't have done that. But that's ridiculous. Um, but even then, people were police officers and people who were noticing were like, it's kind of these cases are similar. And there's no way like these can be out of self-defense. So she was like one of the, they say, they say she was the first serial, female serial killer, but then they also say that Jolly Jane was the first ser- female serial killer. But then they also say that Belle Gunness was the first <laughs> female serial killer. So in the United States, at least, because people say that Elizabeth Bathory was the first female serial killer. So mm-hmm. there are definitely other female serial killers, but I don't know if, I can't really say if any of them are the first, but they're definitely on the number one spot for like viciousness. Oh, definitely. Definitely number one spot of viciousness. Um, but yeah. Oh, and fun fact, um, Eileen Warno. So background about me, my I come from a law enforcement family. So my uh, my mom and my stepdad were both correctional officers when they met. And they met at a women's prison. And that women's prison happened to be the same women's prison that Eileen Warnos was at for a a small amount of time, which was really funny because she was there. I believe she was there before my stepdad got there. So she was definitely there way before we even got there because we lived on the grounds of the prison. So there was like officer housing on one part and then across the street in the same land was the prison. And I know Mm. people are... And it was a women's prison. I know people are like, when I tell that to people, they're like, oh my God, like that's, that must have been so scary. Which ironically, living there was probably the most safest place we could have been in as kids. Mm-hmm. Because even though like a lot of the uh, inmates would come and cut our grass or pick up the trash. So we would come in contact with them. But the the women who were out there cutting the grass and picking up the trash and doing outside work. They were the ones who were close to uh, the end of their sentence. So they were close to being released. Mm. So for us, it was like, so they definitely knew better than to do something to any of the kids. There was definitely one, I believe it was two female inmates where they broke into the warden's house and stole like chips and ice cream from her house and stuff like that and I was like you know what you go ahead and do that because I didn't like the warden anyway so I was like you take I was like you take her ice cream and her chips because she doesn't deserve she doesn't deserve those damn chips she doesn't deserve pleasure because she was mean to us kids yeah she was really mean but yeah that is this female serial killer episode of stuck inside and hungry all the time yay yay we lost Mackenzie, but it is okay because we still got more geezy yay yes thank you for having me you're welcome i learned so much today (laughs) (laughs) we might do maybe a part two if the fans would like a part two of the serial killer so we can talk about 
the more famous serial killers, of course, the male ones, the more famous serial killers. And we could talk about, I think, my favorite serial killer. And of course, my mom always tells me, Valeria, you can't have a favorite serial killer. That's crazy. But unfortunately, I do. But you, I, I think you can. I think it's okay. I do. And it's not because okay. I, not because, like, of course, not because I agree with what they did. Of course not, because, you know, you shouldn't kill people unless they try and kill you because then that's self-defense but if you don't have a reason to don't do it but my i love my favorite cases are the the really well organized cases the really Mm -hmm. clever the really clever ones Mm -hmm. the ones that are like damn this mofo is smart so my favorite serial killer is hh holmes don't think i've heard of that one so H.H. H. Holmes was back we're get, in the we're getting, a, we're getting a sneak peek? Oh, yeah. he's. We're going to talk about my favorite serial killer, at least. This is the last, we'll the wrap last it up. one. We'll yeah, wrap we'll wrap it up with favorite. my boy, my boy H.H. H. H. Holmes. So H.H. H. Holmes was back in the 1800s time. And he um, went to medical school, so technically was a doctor and stuff like that. But his crimes were, like, murder and I believe fraud as well. I don't think insurance fraud, but definitely a a type of fraud. So he was most famous for building this ginormous hotel slash plaza thing. It took up like a whole block pretty much. And like at the top was the hotel and at the bottom there was like a pharmacy and like other little stores and stuff like that. So in his hotel, he he had it built in a way where... There was secret hallways, hallways that led to nowhere, doors that led to nowhere. Very spooky. Rooms that would lock from the outside or were automatically locked. And then on the inside, there was these little holes and he would shoot out gas to either knock out his victims or kill them. Very elaborate. This is a very elaborate. Super, super elaborate. Um, And then he had a shoot, a body shoot that he would like put the dead bodies in and it would go down to the basement. And in the basement he had the, is where he cremated the bodies. He would cremate the bodies or he had like his like chemical stuff since he was, um, he was technically a doctor. He went to medical school. He would, Mm. he would get the, he would like use chemicals to get the meat and like just clean off this the bo- the meat from the skeletons and stuff like that and he would sell the skeletons oh. to medical schools oh but like he would do this a lot to the point where like he would do this a lot but the medical schools were never like you know this guy give he comes by a lot of skeletons yeah a little a little <laughs> sus a yeah sus. he comes by a lot of skeletons and like his peak time for when he was killing was during the world's fair in chicago mm. and like have you you've heard about the World's Fair, right? No. So the World's Fair happened. I think it happened all the way up until like even Walt Disney time, because that's where the Carousel of Progress was debuted, and it's a small world and stuff like that. Mm, but gotcha. the world, the World's Fair was like this big kind of convention type of thing where there was like shows and new inventions that would be showed and and stuff like that. So a lot of people were coming from different parts of the U.S. to Chicago. And of course, you don't have cell phones, you don't have phones, everything is by mail. So you like, you tell your parents, hey, mom and dad, I'm going to Chicago for this certain amount of time. 
I'll write you when I get there. Mm -hmm. But then these people go missing for like long periods of time and nobody knows where they are because there's no type of tracking system and stuff like that. So his peak time was definitely during the world's showcase. Mm -hmm. And, you know, a lot of people were missing and stuff like that. So he got away with it for a very long time. It wasn't until he had this, um, guy that helped him and he but the guy was you know drunk and had his issues but he had his family as well that would help him like towards the end he killed the guy took his wife and his kid the guy's wife and kids and um i believe he took the kids as like a ransom he ended up killing the kids and killed the wife and so it wasn't until um i believe police saw found the body of the guy and they started putting two and two together, like, and then they ended up getting um, to H.H. Holmes. And then that's when his whole thing just, like, went down yeah, and he was why, caught. That's why you don't get help. Leave a trail. Yeah, exactly. So then he was finally caught and he was charged with murder and fraud. Unfortunately, the hotel and stuff burnt down. So it's not a thing you can visit, which Damn. I wish it was because That'd I would be love... Cool. I would love to visit it yeah. and just see because it was so elaborate. Like when he was building the hotel, he would have like, let's say he would have one guy build the wall, fire that guy, hire another guy to finish the wall. So nobody, mm. nobody knew what he, what exactly he was building because he was always firing and hiring people. Ooh. So, no, so nobody really knew because obviously if they would have known that they were building, you know, Mm-hmm. secret hallways and stuff like that would have been like wait a minute mm-hmm. wait a minute this isn't right <laughs> exactly this is not right yeah, very- but yeah they even they even based um american the season of american horror story the hotel one mm. they based that whole story on hh homes because it's yep. the same thing it's like the murder hotel sounds about right and stuff like that they based it off like when i watched it i was like they got that from H.H. Holmes. Like, mm-hmm. I know I know exactly who it is. That's I, I know my boy. My boy. My boy I Holmes. know my boy's work. My boy Holmes. My boy Holmes. But yeah, that's my yeah. We love a, my a favorite serial killer. Doctor. Yeah. He really, he really learned how to get through it. You know? He really did. He really, he really did. did. But yeah, that's my last story of the podcast. Uh, Morgizi, do you have anything to add or anything you would like to share? Um, uh, I learned a lot. Uh, I don't really know a lot about, I didn't know too much about serial killers. I know, like, the basics, mm-hmm. you know? Um, not as into crime as a lot of you all. Although I do know a lot about unsolved crime, but I guess we could save that for another podcast. <gasps> I, have you seen Unsolved Mysteries on Netflix? No, I haven't, but I also oh don't like God. to watch stuff by myself like that. Okay, then I'm we have to... Spooked. Then can, we should Netflix party it. Yes, we'll Netflix party it. Okay, because we'll, I definitely and then we'll, we'll discuss it on the podcast. Yeah, because that was definitely right. one of the one of the many crime shows that I did watch. Yeah, but I had movies. a lot of fun today. It was a good thing to talk about while I'm stuck at home and hungry all the time. Yeah, thank you so much for wanting to be on the podcast. Thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure, and hopefully we have next time maybe another one of the of the squad joining us. Yes. But we shall see. So I just want to say thank you to everybody who is listening. We hope you like this uh, episode talking about serial killers. And we hope you guys continue to listen to us ramble and you guys can ramble with us. If you have any other favorite 
well, not favorite, I guess. Let's not say favorite so people don't think we're crazy, but <laughs> crimes or killers that you find interesting, um, please feel free to email us them and we might talk about it. You can email us at stuckandhungry at gmail.com. We would love to read uh, what you guys think and maybe some killers that you think that we should know about because um, I've been going down a killer rabbit hole, so I may know all of them, but I may also not and i would love to read it also again as i mentioned in the first episode if you love our cover art please feel free to follow my cousin max on instagram he's under max mundaka uh, give him a follow we're trying to get him to work for disney i'm going to keep saying it until it happens so if somebody yes. knows disney manifest get, it get in contact manifest it into the universe yes all right so thank you guys so much for listening more easy thank you so much for being on thank you and we shall see you guys next week uh stay hungry y'all and be safe bye bye